The following talk was recorded at Label the Planet 2021 Empowering Users, the annual conference on current issues in ethics, social justice and technology from the Free Software Foundation. Label the Planet is a live conference and speakers often use slides and other visual tools to assist their presentation. You can see the videos of these talks at media.libreplanet.org or on the FSF Peertube channel. Label Planet speakers do not represent the mission of the Free Software Foundation. We host speakers talking about their use of free software in different kinds of political and commercial work. The FSF supports their freedom, but does not take positions on any political issues other than those necessary to uphold the principles of free software. Like all the FSF's work on behalf of the grievance of all computer users, Nemo Planet is made possible by thousands of individuals. To keep our work going, please consider becoming an associate member via my.fsf.org join or making a donation at my.fsf.org donate. You can stay informed by subscribing to our newsletter, The Free Software Supporter, at fsf.org fss and for more information on LibrePlanet, you can visit libreplanet.org conference. Media page I mentioned. All right, first of all, Welcome to the wonderful world of regular expressions. The big reveal finally came in. All right. <laughs> and for those of you who are wondering, uh, the background image I'm using is the GNU S uh, that David Ravoy did uh, at Liberty Planet last year, uh, which is awesome. And I've been using all over the place. So, and he's speaking again this year. I don't know if he already spoke. I haven't been able to watch the calendar that that close the schedule that closely yet. All right. Home's cut up with where I am. If you want to skip ahead a few, you can always select the the number from the drop down. And yeah, that's true. Else. Well, we're coming up to the one I'm on, so. All right. Yeah. <laughs> would have been would have made it easier. Anyway, so my, the introduction. So regular expressions are sequences of characters that define a matching pattern using a specialized language. So you really can, to me, as a non-linguist, think of them as a mini-language unto themselves. Uh, they define patterns that describe sets of strings. We're doing string matching, string being a, uh, a, a line of characters, right? We're, we're looking for characters in a row, uh, you know, letters, numbers, uh, those types of things. Um, can also include punctuation some other uh, and, and some other stuff, but we're going to concentrate on basically the, you know, the things that you see on your keyboard. Uh, they're used in many common uh, Unix tools, uh, a lot of the free software stuff that we have. A lot of the free software tools that we have, the, the GNU tools, uh, did a lot to extend and improve regular expressions back in the early days. Um, so a lot of the, the uh, capabilities we have uh, with them today and making it easier for us humans uh, is actually thanks to the free software or the GNU project itself, right? So um, we're going to use that. So tools like grep and sed, um, they can also be used in many programming languages, Perl, PHP, Python. Um, there's also database query languages. Most that I've worked with, actually possibly all that I've worked with, also support regular expressions of some sort. Um, when the slide catches up, you'll notice I've, I put regex, R-E-G-E-X. That's just a shorthand for regular expressions. Um, I will possibly say both during the presentation. You'll see both in the slides. Uh, meaning the same thing. Now, as I say, the, the, the GNU project went through an extended 
regular expressions, and I don't know that they were the exclusive, but that's the place where I experienced it was with the GNU tools. Um, and so the, we call those extended regular expressions. Those are commonly available today in most of the tools that we have. Uh, and they're easier to use for us humans than basic regular expressions. Both of them are capable of matching the same stuff to, to a large extent. There's there might be a couple differences. Um, but from a syntax perspective, from a typing perspective, the extended regular expressions are easier to use because we have we need less escape sequences. We need we need to do less things to make sure that that they get interpreted as we want them to be. Um, you can see the regex man page, which is uh, man seven regex, uh, to see more information about that uh, and and do some some of your own research. Um, for when I first created this lab, actually, I went back and looked, and, and regular expressions were created in 1950s. So we've had them for a while before the GNU project existed. It was a mathematical construct back then, um, but they were popularized in, in uh, computing by the different Unix uh, derivatives and clones and by the GNU tools. Yeah, that's that. So let's see if we can go to slide eight. I don't know. It's taking so long. All right, um, oh, and I usually have slides up ahead of time where I can grab them, there we go, all right. So things that are not regular expressions. Regular expressions are not globs, for those of you familiar with, with globbing on the command line. Um, they use similar characters um, but uh, they, for pattern matching, but they do them in different ways. Globs are evaluated by the shell before the command is run, so generally, right? So you're doing file system matching. File matching. Um, regular expressions are evaluated by the command line or by the command itself. Generally, as I say, there there's there are, there are commands that expect understand uh, globs, and there are there are ways to use regular expressions within the shell. Um, but generally, that's what we're looking at. Um, in general, you want to use quotes to protect regular expressions from accidental globification. We'll get to that. We're going to start off without. Uh, uh, Quotes, and then we'll start introducing quotes as, as it becomes more apparent why we need them. Uh, globbing, like I say, is mostly for finally matching, and regular expressions is pretty well everything else, right? Um, as I said, there's a general rules. It's not there is no uh, it's it's not a written law somewhere. Um, regular expressions are are not explicitly limited to one line, so they can cover multi lines. But most of the tools where we use them are doing single line matching uh, by default. There's ways of getting them to do multi-line matching. Uh, but on, in the GNU tools, for the most part, we see a new line as an end of, of trying to match, um, which is not how they work internally, but that's how they, they work for, for matching. Uh, they do not recurse, so you can't use them infinite underneath each other. You can capture and reuse, uh, but that's not recursion there. Um, and regular expressions are, are essentially state machines for those of us that are familiar with those. So, and the slides will be available uh, publicly. So I see the, the question about that. Uh, normally I have them on my site ahead of time. I was slow this time, so I didn't quite get them up there, um, but they will be up on my site and I will also make sure that they're available to Liberty Planet so they can disperse however they wanna do that and make them available. All right. Okay, so for this is a, a workshop. We're going to do some labs, um, and so for that, we need to do a lab setup. And uh, uh, to that end, 
we can run these commands. I'm sorry, but I cannot see the image on the slide. You cannot see the slide? No, uh, I can't see the image itself. It's I think it's the uh, zoomed uh, broken image icon. Mm, okay. Display. So you can. Uh, there's a button in the right bottom right hand corner where you can make the slides full screen if you want. You might want to try clicking on that. Uh, it uh, it doesn't help. Yeah, I've just tried that. Okay. Make it full screen. Uh, let me see. Can if I, the font is too small. I didn't quite catch the original issue, but yeah, I'm not, it, it shows up for me. Uh, it could be a browser dependent thing. Let me see. Yeah, thought there was a way to share a file here. Uh, all right. Give me a second here. All right, so there's uh, some commands we can run for a setup. For those of you that can see that, get the uh, uh, get your lab created and Let's get this. You know what? Actually, what, what I'm going to do is uh, okay. We're going to get to in a, in a little bit. We're going to get to a uh, lab, and I can go through and and make the slides available then. Uh, or uh, who is that? And Andre, you were asking about this. Yeah, I can. Um, no, I, I was uh, I was recording the issue with the slides. Okay. Yes, me too. So okay, so what I'll do is during the uh, let's see, let me skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, uh, be good if you could see what we're doing here. Uh, okay, I've got the slides over in the right place. Now I just got to earn the right machine. Oh, okay. Uh, I've uh, connected with another browser, the Firefox, and it works. So I'm just okay to the to the Firefox. Sorry, All right, we'll go there. Time. All right. Cool. Okay, so you can see the lab set up, and this is actually set up so you can, if you can. Well, I that would if, if I'd have made it available earlier. Let me uh, do this myself. I, I changed the, the file format I used, and it didn't occur to me to test that I can get this. 
Point was to make it to where you can copy and paste those commands and See if that comes across. Get a copy out of that. Alright. So if you copy what I just posted in chat into a shell, that will go through and create a directory for the lab uh, and CD into it and then create a few files. And then this will go through and create a file with some particular content in it. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. We're uh, getting a little bit of um, background noise, so we could all try to be muted when you're not speaking, that would be great. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. Okay. All right. Oh, let me, uh, one of the I don't know why the slides are taking so long to pop up for, for here. Um, so as I said, during the, the break, I'll work on getting the slides up uh, on my site so that uh, everybody can follow along. Uh, on their own. Um, maybe we go ahead and start in. So I've got some examples here for regular expressions. Uh, you won't be able to see them until it comes up on the page. Um, so I just showed an example with said to delete trailing white space off of lines. Um, for searching dotted quad addresses, somewhat sloppily, so it's not exactly searching things. I'm using a regular expression. Uh, MAC address, we can look at those later on. Uh, lab conventions, uh, we're going to come up on, I'm going to move page, let me get to 13. Let me move the slides forward to the page that y'all need to see. Let's skip the other two. Okay, there we go. Well, we're, we're getting there. All right. Um, so some conventions I have are just how I'm showing the information. If you're familiar with the command line, you're familiar with general um, uh, Linux and Unix uh, type of stuff, you should be fine with those. Uh, and notice that I accidentally got some uh, back some single character escape stuff in the in the slide. Hey, all right. Oops, I want to go to fourteen. All right, just reading it wrong. 
right. So the first tool I'm going to use is grep. Mentioned it a couple times. So grep stands for Global Regular Expression Print. Uh, go down in the in the uh, uh, resources at the end. I've got a couple links to a history of grep. Uh, it's actually really really cool. Uh, I enjoyed reading those. Uh, if you want to know more about grep and where it came from, uh, go look for those. Uh, the basics is it's looking for patterns of lines and text. So, all right. Um, so the example I give here is how to search for a plain text screen, sh screen string. Uh, and I echo out a, uh, some text. I pipe it and grep for uh, a substring within that text, so a, a part part of that text. Uh, and then I get the 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 line back. In this case, I'm echoing out Libre Planet 2021, and I'm grepping for Libre uh, with the same capitalization. Uh, and the, the reason being that grep is case sensitive by default. So it's looking for the exact string, uppercase, lowercase, that we that we use. My next example, I use the dash I option for grep to say look for case insensitive uh, uh, searches. Uh, and I look for Libre in all caps, all five letters in caps. Uh, but once again, I get the results back because now that I'm looking for case insensitive, it doesn't matter what case I gave it or what case this, the text was that I was searching. It does, you know, it basically does a two lower on both. I don't know what it does internally, but that's essentially what it does on both. And then and looks for uh, looks for it that way. Uh, and then uh, the the final example I have there. Uh, just because it can be useful uh, for people, especially if you're trying to create examples like I'm doing. Uh, Mark, they're not coming up. They're not coming up for me either. So I'm I'm uh, trying trying to get there. <laughs> so um, I did testing on my own instance before, and it was working fine. So I don't know what uh, if I change something after my last test or uh, what. So. Well, I'll work, like I said, I'll work on getting the slides up on my site so everybody can go download them uh, during the uh, during the break. So I just, I I, I got a few uh, weird things on how I do that. So anyway, um, so the final example I have on the screen that none of us can see uh, is I'm using uh, grep with the dash I again for case insensitive, um, but I'm using the dash O option as well. I can combine those together in, in GNU style. And so I do a grep-io. Uh, and what O says is just show us the parts that match. And so if you're trying to go through and, and, and demonstrate for people what, what's happening uh, with grep, this can be useful. It's also useful if, if you were just looking for certain things when we get into regular expressions. Um, but in this case, I, I did repeated the case insensitive search from the second example. Um, but I only got back the libre, capital L, lowercase ibre. Uh, from the original string, uh, which someday, somehow, everybody will be able to see in its glorious plain text. All right. Okay, let's go ahead and those are basics of greps. Again, most of us shouldn't be familiar with that coming in. Uh, the dash O operator isn't that common, um, but it's still, uh, it, 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 it should be self-explanatory. All right. So for slide 15, let me see. Let me 
me try one other thing and just see if this works better. Um, so sometimes the slides don't show up if there's a SVG on it. I'm not sure if you use that. Um, I don't think I used an SVG. The background I think is PNG. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Well, let me let me just try rebuilding them real quick without that in there. Uh, Oh, it's a PNG. Okay. All right. Ooh. I still have my uh, St. Patrick's theme up. That'll work. Uh, Okay, that's loading up. So while that's loading up, I'll go ahead and give us some content. So this slide that isn't showing, uh, I'm talking about the dot operator. Uh, the dot operator is a period, right? You, so uh, we also call it dot because it's shorter and easier to say. Um, but it's the same thing. It's a mimic and similar to wildcard in poker. So it represents any single character right at that exact point where it is, right? Um, and it matches exactly one character. Uh, the example I give is I say, find any files from the, from the samples that we had uh, that have seven characters in the name. And basically I grep for dot, 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 dot. So I grep for seven times, seven in a row of any character. Um, so that will match anything. And it notice it doesn't, in the example you can't see, uh, it doesn't have to be the same uh, uh, oh, there we go. I'm sorry, I forgot to hit a button. It doesn't have to be the same character, right? So I'm not looking for seven Ys in a row. It can be A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? So any seven characters in a row, including punctuation uh, uh, and anything like that. Um, now, also, it must be exactly one character. Uh, so uh, the next example I give is I grab for htm dot. And if you look at the files in the file system, you'll notice that it, it matches those that end in HTML, but not those in, that end in HTM without the L, uh, because it needs to be at, le at least, you know, you can say a, a single character. All right. And then the next slide, 
Um, also, um, it is not a, so we can call it a period, but it's not a period in the match. It is a special character, means any any character. So the example I give there is file HTML without a dot in it. So we got file dot HTML or file period HTML, however you want to say it. Oh, let's see. Woo. What slide am I on? 16. Look, I did actually create slides <laughs> that weren't blank. <laughs> All right, let me back up a slide actually. So this is the, the dot operator. Uh, first of all, I can see them. Can everybody else see them? Yes, I can see them. Woo, all right. Yes. Good, it wasn't a figment of my imagination. I actually did write the presentation. All right. <laughs> um, so the example I gave there, as I mentioned, was seven characters. Uh, then with the with or without or with the dot at the end, it needs needs to be HTML. Uh, and then uh, here's the example I was talking about where searching for dot htm dot also picked up file HTML without the without the period in it because it's matching any character. Um, so uh, and then it, uh, we'll cover later on how to get it to be uh, to to be match a period instead of matching a dot. Uh, and then here's an, an example where I'm doing error-prone uh, search for both Maya and Maya, two different spellings of the same name. Uh, but notice that I also got Mexer. I've never met any Mexers, but if I had, you know, that regular expression would uh, match that as well. So, all right, we're getting to the exercises. Um, so this one will, will fi five minutes to begin with this. So in that uh, directory that we had, that uh, I had you create in the in the lab, and I'll go back to the lab, two lab slides in a second. Uh, although, as I say, the information was posted into the chat. Um, actually, I'm not going to go back. To, well, yeah, I can. I'll, I'll uh, copy and then we'll do that. Um, so uh, I'll give you five minutes to work on these labs, and uh, if you do have any questions, uh, Cyber, I'll, I'll be posting. Uh, look up in the chat for the. I'll, I'll say this in a second. So. If you have any questions, go ahead and put them in the chat, um, and we'll try to be quiet so everybody can concentrate instead of listening to me uh, yammer while you're trying to, to work. Um, so, Cyber, up at the be uh, up in the chat, there are two posts I made about uh, setting up the lab, uh, and then I'm going to copy in these exercises now as well.
All right, I got the uh, slides on my site, but I'm doing something wrong, so they're not working yet. I'll keep working on that. Yeah, all right. Okay. Oh, actually, I don't need to do it that way. Okay, I'm going to paste in the examples from the dot. Uh, I've been doing this presentation with a uh, basically with a live website for a while, and uh, because of Big Blue Button, it's easier to do it with PDFs. And I forgot to, that in this case, it's interactive. <laughs> And to make sure it'd be easy for everybody else to get to it. So, sorry for being uh, not prepared. You know, it takes it takes multiple things to break, but it did. All right. Anyway, uh, so here we've got uh, those are the examples that came from the last couple slides. As I say, I'm working on getting them available for everybody to go grab as well. Um, so for the exercise. Uh, Okay, good. I turned sound on. All right. Uh, use a, use ls to list all files in the lab uh, directory, um, and then use grep to search for uh, output for file names that are at least five characters long. That's essentially the first uh, example I gave, where we're looking for five dots instead of seven dots. Um, the uh, number two, we're using grep to search for output for file names that have an e in them. So that would just be an ls pipe. To grep e, we're not even using a regular expression right there. We're just looking for a uh, uh, a single character. Uh, and then the the third is use ls to list all files in the lab. Uh, to, to use grep to search output for file names that have an e in them, followed by at least two characters. So, oops, I can't uh, go back to my previous command in chat. <laughs> So this one, we're just looking for an E followed by dot, dot. All right. And let me. I will go ahead and paste the full output from that last example there. All right. Let's move forward. I can remember how. All right. So I can look for a dot just anywhere in the text. I can look for this thing. I can look for an E anywhere in the text. But sometimes we know where it will be. We can anchor that to the beginning or the end of the line. There's ways of anchoring it in between. We're not going to get into that too much. But the beginning and end of line anchors are, are really important. And um, and they'll demonstrate the, the concept 
and from there you can you can ex experiment more forth more. So the beginning of string anchor is a uh, carrot. Uh, it is also known as a hat or a carrot. Um, it is uh, on an English keyboard anyways, generally shift six. I had a little look here. Um, so it anchors the beginning of the, the line. There's another anchor we'll get to. Uh, in this example I'm giving now, we can search for password lines that, with bin in them. Uh, and then we use head to restrict the output to five lines because there's a lot of lot of entries in there. I don't want we I don't want six slides of, of text. I just need to show you what you're doing. So grep bin from Etsy password. Uh, and you can see that I've got a bunch of uh, lines that have there. So any anything that's got a shell or some kind of login will have uh, bin in it. Um, so we've got the got those as an example. Um, but we can also search for lines that begin with bin by anchoring to the beginning of the string. So bin is a uh, an account. It's a normal account on a on a uh, Unix-like operating system. And uh, so when I do grep caret bin. I say look at the beginning of the string for B, I, N. Then when I come back, I only get the one line for the bin account. Uh, if I had a bin and go account, I'm certain there's a bin and go store somewhere in, the, in, the, in this country. If I had a bin and go, actually, I guess that would be more UK. So, But if I had a bin and go account as well, then that would also show up, right? Something that anything that, that starts with, with uh, bin on it. Okay, uh, and then uh, I'm going to look for two character account names. Uh, now, in this case, I'm using a field delimiter to help me. So uh, I'm, again, grepping using the caret to look at the beginning of the string, so the beginning of the line in, inside the file, dot, dot, for any character followed by another character, and then a, a semicolon. So the password file is basically a plain text database of colon delimited fields. Right, so if we if we look at this result from that, we have LP colon. Uh, that's the so the first field LP is the name of the account. The colon is to say we're going to the next field. The X is the password. Uh, so if you use X, you can you can log into my printer. No, X says to go look at the shadow file for the password. It has been the case for many many years. Uh, I just read a book about why why we need encrypted passwords. I just read the cuckoo's egg over the, over the last week. Um, and then uh, colon to end that that password field file uh, field, uh, and then a seven which is the user ID and a, and a colon a seven and the, the group ID and so forth. So there's different fields. They're all separated by colons in the password uh, file and have been for decades. Um, so when I'm looking for for text within the first field, I can then use my colon to anchor that field. So I have a, a caret to anchor the beginning of the line, any two characters, and then the colon to anchor. So I'm looking for any user account name with two characters. All right. All right. Uh, then we have the, the opposite side of things, the end of string uh, anchor, and that is a dollar sign. Or, or EOS, if you'll, you'll see it in some places uh, shortened. Um, and that means match the end of the line. So instead of the left side, we're matching the right side. Well, in, in English, their languages go a different direction. And I have truly never thought about whether they, they go the other way. I would presume they do. I suppose I will have to learn. Uh, just 
just to know. Um, so search password for accounts that have bash as the login shell. So in this case, we're grepping for slash bash and then the dollar sign to say the end of the line. So I'm looking for a line that ends in bash uh, in slash bash. Uh, and the last field in the password uh, file is what your login shell is, right? So we can see that I got a couple back here that have uh, Etsy password or an Etsy password that have bash as a thing. I'm betting when I ran that example, I put it in the head. So there's probably an error on, on what I copied there. Um, and then I can search password for accounts that have four character default command. So again, I, um, uh, I'm using an anchor and uh, uh, our field delimiter, not an anchor. They, the anchor is the dollar sign to anchor to the end of the line. But I'm using the slash as a field delimiter to say, look for something. So the, the, the last piece of it, which is the file name, not, not including the directories, would be four characters long. And I, I can see that. So I'm, I'm taking advantage of the anchor to, to put it to one side of the line or another. But I'm also taking advantage of the natural delimiters I have within the text that I'm searching within within the actual data. And this comes back to actually those questions about the, uh, the character or the domain specific languages and so forth is I'm building a mini domain specific language to the actual data that I'm looking at. Uh, I don't know academically if any of that matches because it's not not my field. I, I just I can't speak coherently about it as you're seeing. Um, but maybe that's a way of thinking about it. All right, so we'll do a, a couple of uh, minutes to play with anchors. Um, now, uh, the first one, uh, I'll give a little hint. You're combining them to figure out what's going on there uh, and then let that go. So again, I'll take uh, five minutes. This time I'll remember to put the uh, timer on. Um, and I will, again, uh, mute to allow everybody to, to uh, think.
Mm. All right, I think it's been five minutes. I I uh, I can't math. I set my timer for ten minutes instead of five. Sorry about that. Uh, so let's search file for empty lines that have no uh, content. And uh, for that one, we're going to grab and we just anchor uh, together. So beginning a line with nothing in nothing and then the end of line. So I'm looking for, for a line that has no content. It just has a beginning and end. Those aren't real characters. They're just matching the edges, right? So... Um, that is saying look for for lines that have nothing in them at all now if i want something that starts with uh for exercise two start with a hash uh to comment them out then uh, we can anchor followed by a hash sign And then the end of E followed by Y. So then the final example is we're looking for E dot and then the end of line. Yeah, uh, it's catching up on the uh, chat. Uh, so this is running off my my uh, home system uh, on a different ISP than than actually what I'm doing the presentation from. Uh, and uh, um, I looked at the PDF by using that background image from David Ravoy. I doubled the size of the PDF, and you all are essentially dosing me right now, which is you know fine. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Let's go ahead and move on. All right, operator match uh, zero one. So this is saying uh, match. So dot is saying dot says to match exactly one. Question mark says maybe one, right? Maybe none. Um, but again, remember it's matching matching whatever comes in front of it, right? It's not matching where it is. It's matching whatever was was in front of it. So if I say match a question mark, it means match an A or don't match an A, one or zero A or zero one A's, right? Um, now if I combine that with the dot, I say match zero one of any character. Back in the example I gave with the early on about HTM dot, if I and that would only get HTML. If I do HTM dot question mark, then I would also get the HTM files as well, uh, which is uh, the example I give here. Actually, I'm not using a dot. I'm using the L because if I did dot question mark, I could also get HTMX. I don't know what an HTMX file is, but I would match those as well. Um, and then also, uh, this is the the, the uh, slide where I, I uh, say that we want to use extended regular expressions for grep. That is a dash capital E option. Um, there is a tool called egrep. Uh, they are have different, if go back and look at the history. It's, it's really interesting. Uh, they have different origins, but nowadays egrep is basically a link or a, a wrapper around grep-e. Uh, I recommend using grep-e uh, instead of egrep. Um, 
so that you know should egrep ever go away i don't think it will but uh you know to me it, it makes it easier if we all uh keep it the same uh also if you want to change it somehow it's to me it's easier to change the command the command line arguments all right so here uh i'm going to uh you know we're talking about internationalization with different languages i'm going to internationalize between us english and uk english for one specific word um so uh and canadians and others use the the uk uh, spelling as well and i don't know that british is the right way to call it but that's what i've got uh so anyway so i can look for color with and without a u uh and you can see that i've got the result there finding that um and then uh i can also uh, do a convoluted an answer or, qu or question uh and i'm searching for files that start with a t so we need to anchor to the beginning have a t and then have any characters from three to five characters so i can do that by putting dot question mark dot question mark at the end of three so i need to have um well, at the end of two, right? So it, there are three to char five characters long to begin with. So the T is the first character, then any two characters, and then maybe a fourth one, and maybe a fifth one. All right. So uh, this is a quick exercise. Uh, we're not going to take a couple minutes to do this, um, but. Uh, you know, list the files and search for those that start with a uh, with an A and are one or two characters long, uh, and then also list those that, that have an O and either in either the first or second spot. All right, I'll just give uh, basically two minutes for this.
Okay, so we the first one we want to anchor for the beginning of the line and then an A and then uh, one or two characters long. So the one is the A and we can do a dot question mark. See, oops, and I forgot my, my dash E. So let me retype this as, there we go. All right. Uh, so Felipe, so what, what you're seeing there uh, is what I was talking about before we need to, to quote things. Um, so you're getting into a position where we need that, and I guess that's fine. I haven't covered it yet. Um, I thought I was fine without them. So we'll do that example, and we'll use the quotes uh, to make sure that that's uh, obvious for everybody. So I'm going to use single quotes. This files that uh, they have an O in either first. Okay, so well for the example you're doing, uh, I've got it, I've I've got it up on my GNU cloud. The, the catching up with the conversation, I've got the file up on my GNU cloud instance, uh, a uh, Nextcloud instance, um, the smaller version of it, uh, and and I'll make that available as I get a chance. Uh, make it easier for everybody, but it's still it's still four and a half uh, four and a half meg. You know, it was nine meg. That's still not that big. Jeez. All right. Um, so if you were Philippe, if you're looking for something at the end, so let's say I wanted something where it had the e as the penultimate character in a uh, file name. Uh, let me catch up with what I'm thinking. There we go. So this would be a way of doing that, where I grep for E followed by uh, zero one character, so the penultimate or the ultimate character, I guess, in the in the file name, uh, followed by the end of line anchor, the dollar sign. Um, and yeah, you're, you're right. Once we're using special characters now, and some of these mean something to the shell. Uh, I'm going to get to that in some slides here, um, uh, but that's why we want to use uh, quotes on uh, regular expressions on the command line. Uh, and really anywhere we go, um, because not doing so gives us uh, gives us bad results. And I'll give an example to see what kind of results we get that. Uh, and then for exercise two, uh, let's do that. Go ahead and do the quotes. So we want a beginning anchor, and then zero one characters with a no. Okay. All right, so I mentioned varieties uh, early on. Um, most commands understand regular extended regular expressions. Um, and, um, and so I suggest using those when the tool supports it, but some of them default to basic regular expressions. So you might need to tell it to use the extended regular expressions. That's what the dash capital E is telling grep it's saying use the extended regular expressions uh grep will default to basic regular expressions instead uh egrep is was specifically meant to do uh, extended regular expressions so you don't need the dash e with it but as i say i recommend using grep dash capital e instead uh, practically they're the same thing uh and have been for a long time 
there's also Perl uh, compatible regular expressions. Um, and uh, what I suggest when you're using a, a programming language, most programming languages support PCRE. Uh, so I suggest using either those or the native regular expression that the programming language has unto itself uh, when you're when you're programming. Uh, so when I do shell, I use extended regular expressions, um, and uh, including when I'm shell programming, writing a shell script, uh, and I'm using uh, you know command line tools. Uh, but for most everything else, I try to use PCRE. The concepts we're covering will also work in PCRE. There's some other options in there as well, uh, but I don't, re don't really have time to get into PCRE in addition to uh, extended regular expressions uh, in the time that we have, especially with all of the extra challenges we had today. All right, so let's go to the plus operator. Uh, the plus operator says match one or more of whatever came in front of it. Um, this is an extended regular expression. It's not in the basic regular expression. So we need to use the dash capital E at this point uh, in order to use this. Uh, and here uh, I'm using, uh, for the example, uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking for an O followed by one or more O's, right? So it's got to have two O's in a row, but can have more than two O's in a row. Uh, as the example shows, we get six O's as, as the out output. Um, and then the next example is look for lines that have been common commented out, but start with at least one space. So the first character in the line is a space, and there are one or more spaces before you get to that uh, comment character. So we're going to combine several things that we've been using thus far. Uh, grep dash capital E, the, the extended regular expression. And then we're going to quote now because this is getting this is getting uh, 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 more critical for what might be interpreted on the command line. Uh, then we're going to start our regular expression with a, with a beginning of line anchor, the caret, and then a space, and then a plus to say at least one of those, maybe more, uh, and then the uh, hash that is the the end of the of the string that we're looking for, uh, and then an end quote to finish it up. And then look for things that have a, fi a P followed by one or more E, uh, and then an L. So uh, in this case, I again, using dash capital E, uh, single quotes to avoid shell interpretation, uh, a P at E, a plus to say one or more E's, uh, and then an L and the end the thing. And you think, what is repealed? That's the wrong word. No, I peeled some vegetables the other day. My wife repealed them, right? Okay. Uh, all right, operator star, also called splat and asterisk. I haven't heard anybody call it splat for a long time, but I still do occasionally. Um, that is uh, that is similar to the plus, and it is in re in basic regular expressions as well as as extended regular expressions. And that basically says match zero or more of the thing before it. So if I say e star. That may, means match zero or more E's. So if I have the uh, repealed, it'll match the E after the R, but also the two E's between the P and the L and the E between the L and the D, but it'll do some more. Now, again, I'm mentioning quotes here. We'll get into the get some more in a second when I get to the examples. Uh, so as I say, 
it's since it matches zero or more of the thing that also includes the empty string, which is a string that doesn't exist. So uh, I want to show some some uh, examples of different things in this. We're not just doing regular expressions. So I'm echoing a star. And in order to do that on the command line, because star would be a glob, I need to put that in single quotes to protect it. Then I'll echo out a star. Uh, then if I grep for a star, again, in single quotes, that'll, that'll show that, right? Um, but if I echo out an A and grep for star, it won't match anything because, again, in the regular expression, the star is looking for zero or more of the thing before it. Since there's nothing before it, the star is just a star. It's just an asterisk. It's not a special character uh, in, this, in that example. Uh, but if I echo a star out and then grep for dot star, now it'll match because star is anything, right? Zero more anything. Same thing works for the A. Uh, and then, of course, A star will also match uh, the A. Um, as I said, the, the uh, dot star matches nothing as well as something. So here I've echoed out an empty string. There's nothing there. Uh, but the end line, the grep still matched it. That's why we have a blank line there. The grep matched the nothing and gave us the end line from that echo uh, that, that is there in the example. Uh, now I can search for lines that have been commented out that might start, might start with spaces. Uh, so this is similar to what we were doing before with the plus, where I was looking for one or more spaces, but now I'm looking for zero or more spaces because it's matching zero or more of whatever came before it. So let me talk about quoting a little bit. So all regular expressions using the command line and in shell scripts, because essentially that's a command line, uh, should be quoted to protect them from shell interpretation. Uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the, the workshop, globbing uses some of the same special characters that regular expression uses, and they use them for similar reasons, but differently. Glob says the star means match zero or more anything. doesn't refer to something before it. It just says right here, in this place, zero or more of something. Um, so, But that also means not only does it do it differently, but the shell will grab that character and use it as a glob if it has the opportunity to do so. So we want to quote when we want to use it as regular expression to make sure that, quote, that the shell doesn't try to go through and grab that and use it as a, as a, uh, as a glob. Um, so I default to single character, uh, single quotes uh, when using regular expressions to the extent possible. Um, but sometimes you do need to have some kind of interpretation. So double quotes are used to, for um, shell variables and stuff to allow those to continue working. Uh, so if you need to use shell variables or some other interpretation that is allowed in double quotes, use those. Uh, but default to single quotes uh, to avoid accidental uh, um, interpretations. So we're going to do it another uh, exercise. Uh, list files. Uh, so we'll let you read those. Uh, again, I'm on a mute. And again, if you have questions, go ahead and ask in the chat.
All right. Since I have that example up, let me give uh, the updated version of question number one. Sorry about that. I have to uh, go back through my old revision control to figure out what I, I used to mean. <laughs> Is example, and then uh, use a star to emulate a plus. So to emulate a plus, what we want to do is say that we have again one or more of something. In order to do that with a star, we basically just put the one thing, and then we say zero or more of it afterwards. So. Uh, so we want P, followed by one or more E, followed by an L. So that example, I'm grepping. I'm looking for the letter P, then the letter E to make sure I have at least one of them, and then zero or more E, and then the L. Double slide. And I'm not certain why this last example was a uh, is an example for star. So I'll need to make notes. Uh, I need to make a couple fixes to this. All right. Okay, regex, as I mentioned, is not a glob. So here's an example um, uh, coming through. Do, do, do. One more E. Uh, so in globbing, so that the the grep I'm showing is similar to what we've been doing before. We were we using double E. We're using double O in this particular case. So we're saying look for beginning of a string followed by one. So an O at the beginning of the string followed by uh, zero or more O's. Uh, if we do this as a glob, the LSOO glob will match uh, uh, file names that have two O's in them at the beginning. Because again, the star is afterwards. So I'm saying the LS, the glob is saying look for O followed by an O followed by zero or more things, whatever those things are. star uh, so if I just do the grep o star without quotes on it to protect it I get back no results and then the final example here shows why so I'm taking ls and I'm piping it to echo echo will then ex ignore the the output from ls 
And Echo then actually goes through and and shows the command that was being run, that the command line, uh, that the shell uh, passed up. And what happened with this is that the grep of O star, the star was interpreted as a glob by the shell. So the grep actually turned into grep of one space six O's. And that's why it didn't match anything because that string isn't a file name. Um, and that so we didn't get a regular expression match on that. We were basically looking for a fixed string because the 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 shell had gone through and, and used a glob to grab that star. By the way, for those of you that do teaching or anything, if you're ever doing this, uh, do not teach globs and regular expression the same night. You will hurt your students. I learned the hard way. Actually, it's two nights in a row or two subsequent nights. I would recommend putting some some things in between uh, to give them time to to absorb it all. All right, we're going to talk about sed real quick. Uh, so this can do a bunch of things. What we're going to do here is we're just going to use it to transform, search for something, and turn it into something else. Um, in sed, we use an s to to to, to indicate that we're doing the search, uh, and then our default is slashes uh, to to separate the different fields. So s slash what we're looking for slash what we want to replace it with and then a trailing slash to finish off the the expression we could actually have some things after that we'll get to that in a second uh so uh tool is one of the uh, we're echoing out tool we're looking for the ol and turning it into ad to turn tool into toad all right uh example here and then if we want to find it multiple times we can use the G at the end to say global, so it'll match multiple times. Uh, we've got some examples here of how that works. Um, and I have example or explanation of the dash RE, which I recommend using. Uh, you can come back to that. Um, and then instead of slash, we can use other characters. We can use really any other character. I recommend using the at um, because it, it, it doesn't mean something special in most cases. It does for me for Perl stuff. But on the command line, it's a fairly safe one to use. Comma is a safe one to use as well, but it's in a lot of our content, so that becomes more difficult. Um, so that that slash in this, this search expression is just a delimiter. Whatever you use as the first character after the S becomes the delimiter that's used. So we can use an at instead. Here's an example using an at. Notice we still have slashes in there, but now I'm looking for slash etc slash, and the ats are my delimiters in that uh, search expression. Uh, here's an example using commas. And I think I have a page of, okay, we're gonna use, uh, I could also use alphabetical characters. Here's an example with, with Ys. Um, and then uh, I wanna point out that when I use grep, it's returning uh, just the things that the lines that matched by default, whereas said, is returning everything because it's not actually doing it. All it's doing is transforming and everything else is passing through. So the lines that didn't change continued getting passed through the said, uh, only the lines that change, you know, and it, it just changed certain lines within it, if any of them matched. Um, there's ways to, to change that. I uh, get, give the, the execs there. All right. Here's an example where I just run through a whole bunch of different delimiters to show that it works. I'm using punctuation, different punctuation for my examples there. All right. So let's uh, 
look at this. Uh, so we're going to turn the first one or more O's, the letter O, into a ZZ, capital ZZ. Um, so LS, pipe it into said. Uh, and here I'm using the dash N that was mentioned on the previous slide to say don't output everything. Uh, but then I need the trailing P uh, in the expression in order to say print out the line you did find, the ones that you did change. Um, so I'm turning said closer to how grep works, where it's only showing me the lines that match the regular expression in the end. Uh, so one, uh, notice that it matched the O, a single O, one or more O's, but that it turned that match into ZZ. So one character became two characters. Uh, the next one is the O, 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 O. I don't know if I got all those right, but the six O word, uh, that got matched once because it was uh, one or more O's. And then that entire match got converted to a ZZ um, and uh, so forth. And then... Uh, Turn the first two or more E's into ZZ, so similar type of thing. Um, but here I want to have two E's, so I have an E followed by one or more E's. Right? If I wanted to turn this into a star, uh, it would be E E E star, right? Where it says two E's followed by you know zero or more E's. All right, the beginning of the string is a null string. Uh, so uh, I mentioned we'd get to this. This is where I, where we show the example. So if I look for E star, that means zero or more E's. Well, technically, the null string is zero or more E's. So wherever I have a null string, that will match. And it turns out the beginning of the, of the line is a null string. So in each of these things that I found, I grepped for files that have an O in them, but then the said wouldn't match the beginning of the line for each of those words and converted that empty space into a ZZ. But then if I use the G for global, so it'll match multiple times, the, the, the first example on this page only matches the first match. The second one will match all of them. So the letters between each, uh, or the spaces between each letter is also a null string. And that's why one turns into ZZ, O, ZZ, N, ZZ being that the final ZZ did in fact find an E and it converted to, to ZZ. Uh, and then we have uh, other examples in there. I don't even know which ones those were in there. All right. So regular expressions uh, tend to be greedy. That means they will match as much as they can. Uh, so when I, when I search the string Frederick for an E, followed by one or more characters, it will grab that E, that first E, and then the rest of the string, because those are all one or more characters, and it will replace it with whatever I said to replace, in this case, uh, with EE. -E. So I'm turning Frederick to free. Uh, and then uh, give a, a do -do -do. That's the same example again. Okay. Oh, no. The first one was a, using a plus. Uh, the second one is using a star um, because nothing after the E is still the same. So in this case, they match the same amount because we're using uh, a, uh, a uh, um, uh, dot um, and we have more than one character after the E.
All right, some more examples. We can also invert our searches, and this isn't regular expression per se, but it's a useful tool for grep, where I can say match anything, show anything that doesn't match. So I'm saying grep for the letter E, and if it has the letter E in it, don't don't show it and show everything else. So that's what the dash V says. It says, uh, Matt, you know, show us show us everything that doesn't have the thing that matches. Uh, and that includes regular expression stuff. All right. We have a longer uh, lab. Um, I'm going to find out how much time I have. We've, this has gone way over because of the, the starts and uh, the problems we had at the beginning. So I'm actually going to set this uh, lab for uh, 10 minutes instead of 20. Um, but if you have further questions, get a hold of me. You know, if, if you don't get through all this, uh, you'll, uh, we, we can come back and talk about it out of band. Uh, I'll gladly... Uh, help out uh, later on um and then uh if everybody finishes please let us know uh so that you know if everybody's done in five minutes we can we can move on Hi, sorry to interrupt. Um, we actually only have about two minutes uh, left because the workshop was scheduled to end at um, 520 uh, Eastern. Uh, but of course, feel free to communicate with people um, through the IRC channels and through other channels. Okay, thanks. That's where I was trying to figure out how much time we had left. So in that case, I'm going to go ahead and skip the lab and, and uh, skip ahead in slides. Oh, I didn't realize this lab goes to two two pages. All right. Um, so I'm going to try to, to wrap some single quote character. The, all of the backslash does is quote the next character. This is how we can turn that, that dot operator back into a period. I can do a single quote in front of the dot, uh, and that says, hey, this next thing isn't a special character. It's just a period. Uh, next page has the example. So here... I'm saying search for backslash dot HTML, and now I only find things that actually have a period in there uh, before the HTML. So uh, collections are a way of saying, look for any one of these characters, and you can go through and, re and read uh, to see what we're going, what they are. But here I'm saying, look for any vowels. So any single vowel will match, uh, A-E-I-O-U. Uh, and the, the square brackets say that that's, that choose one of these. Examples. And uh, character classes. This is one I wanted to get into. Just if we if I can have the last couple of it go a little bit over here. Um, so character classes are a way of matching multiple things by name. So alpha is all of the letters of the alphabet. Um, and I can use those. When I use those, I have to use them in collections, which means I have to have at least two sets of square brackets. We'll get to the next page. Because I need to put this character class inside a collection when I do the search. So here, the first example I've got there in the, uh, is a open square bracket, open square bracket, 
colon, lower, colon, close square bracket, close square bracket. The outer square brackets are saying this is a collection. Match one or any one of these things, not one or more, any one of these things. And then the inner square brackets with the colons and the keyword are saying those things happen to be the lowercase characters of the alphabet you're using right now. Right now, I can combine these inside of a collection. The second example, I have the cap capital letter Z and lower. So I'm saying match any lowercase characters or a Z. But again, I'm matching one thing. Uh, and I can do multiple multiple character classes inside. They all need their own square brackets and so forth. Um, and I can combine this then with plus and star to say, now I want to match more than one, right? So I can say character you know, collection with whatever is in there plus, and I'm saying match one or more of the things that are in this collection, whatever it is that's in the collection. And I have some slides on... Uh, Watching for specific things. Uh, ranges are similar to collections. You can see that on your own. Um, back references. If you have questions on this, let me know. This is a way of matching something and, and using it again later on. And branching is in with that. And, I, and, and at this point, we're over. I'm sorry. Sorry for, the, for all the delays and... Slow piece, I usually get this done in, in 90 minutes, and uh, it went a, little, went, went a little long today. Sorry about that. Thank you, Hans, for presenting this um, useful and important um, information. Um, if there's anything you want to plug or give your personal information so that uh, okay. the users can contact you through other channels, uh, please go ahead. Yes, thank you for reminding me that you. I said contact me, and I should bring back up the page where you everybody can find me. Uh, doo -doo -doo. It's take, taking some time to go back. It's also in the in the PDF you were able to download. Oops, back there we go. Uh, and um, I've got I'll be in and out today because I've got stuff going on. But uh, while I'm here, I will also be in IRC, and you can contact me there, or you can contact me via uh, Mastodon. And I'm in the uh, Library Planet channel this weekend, of course.